My goal is a complete recreation of the set of primetime wrestling. So, fuck you. That was my <laughs> idea. That's what I said. To I said to him last night, I go, my goal. I'm using all this, by the way. This is great. <laughs> He's a jerk because I go, I go, my goal is to have a, a, yeah, a recreation of the primetime wrestling set. For like a wrestling podcast. Oh, that'd be great. Like the old prime, t prime time of Bobby Heenan. I don't know who listen. you're going to have for your co-host, though, because I already stole him. He's got to fucking split time, man. <laughs> He's got to split time. My goal is to be on every podcast. <laughs> every wrestling podcast. Or every podcast. Um, yeah. So here we are. Interviews with Everyday People are what we're going to call this episode. Interview. My dude. My dude. <laughs> that was I, we I gave you the cue. I gave you the cue. So... I, I've been plugging, the, so real quick, if you're watching visually, you're like, wait, guys, why is your mic facing a different way? Why does it sound way more, way better? So Jack's here for 13 seconds and goes, hey, this doesn't sound as good as this. And I was like, what the fuck? I blew <laughs> my goddamn mind. So this is our new thing now. This is We're not new. Yeah, this is. We've been around for a while. Murder my dude guys come on one time and audio my dude and and just yeah. audioed it up for me That's like right. they just changed production my dude they changed the whole game um but yeah so i've been i've been talking about this this podcast for a while um maybe too much probably too much but it's never enough i i'm a big fan i really like it i i was very proud that i was completely caught up but i am too behind now so i have to i have to get caught back up in that um but yeah so i met obviously i work with brian and uh, or BP, but he's Brian on Tornado, it's so it's over. Brian that, Paddington yeah. Burke. Yeah, so that yeah. one's out of the that one's out of the water. Paddington is not your name. <laughs> You're lying to the, to the public. Oh, damn. <laughs> um, so we were at work and we were to, we, we didn't really even talk that much. Like he kind of he, he's only here once a, once a, once in a while. Yeah, yeah. I, I work from home mainly, but I'm yeah. in there like once a week or once every two weeks. And then. I seen you guys at Culture to Culture, and I was like, holy shit, what's up? So I went over, and I was talking, and then I, I was talking to Jack a little here, and then he's like, yo, we do a podcast. And, you know, I learned about it. I was like, but I didn't know Brian does a fucking, like, this whole time, like, I work with a guy, and he's, like, doing the same thing I, I'm doing. I make clothes you would, have, you would have never <laughs> found out. Never. If I didn't say anything. No, you're absolutely right. <laughs> I am a closed book very much. Yeah. So, Not the best candidate for an interview, apparently. <laughs> I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> so we, uh, I go, and I, I look it up. And uh, I start listening to it. I'm like, this is real. Like, and I went from like I I did it like a Netflix series. I started episode one, and I went through. And I was like, every time he'd be in, I'm like, yo, I'm like episode three. He's like, <laughs> yeah. he goes, he goes, please, can you just skip all that and go to this episode because this is it gets we're... good here. Yeah, and I'm like, no, I'm not skipping after episode ten. Yeah, see, me personally, I liked like, but I also I'm the same person too. Like, if you went back and listened to like interview one and then interview whatever we're at now. Yeah. We've changed. Like, yeah. I mean, I just flipped the mic around thirty episodes in. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're always learning. You're always you're always picking it up. And I I I liked listening to that transition. Um, I I thought I think your podcast is very polished. I think it's I think your dynamic with each other is, is amazing. Well, then don't listen to episode thirty one. No, <laughs> I forgot the microphones were in front of us. Yeah, oh. and I just kept babbling. Yeah, but they're sometimes my favorites too. Yeah, that, that's really good. But what'll happen is. We'll stop recording, and Jack will be like, that was awful. We need to cut half of it out. We yeah. need to redo it. 
Like, no, it's better than you think. And then yeah. it was like, oh, yeah, it was. It was better than I thought. How many times, we, we kind of talked about it. how many times you're like, he, he tells you to cut something, you're like, cool, I did it. And then you just don't, and you leave it in, and he's. <laughs> well, no, now I just tell him to cut it. <laughs> oh, and then it he never does. Yeah. yeah. And then so it I doesn't happen. It. Uh, we're, we're just dealing with it then. Because <laughs> um, I, I don't like editing. He knows this. Yeah. I, he, I, I despise editing. I hate or, the sound of my own voice. Yeah. It's, it, it's or, so. And it's, mine. It's, so yeah. it's weird. So I think you guys both have great voice. Like, the, the, the thing at work everyone talks about is like, Brian has the voice of an angel like that and i'm like have they ever heard me pronounce an s word <laughs> when they say this um yeah everyone's like all the all the all the people at work love brian's voice and then i'll get a phone call and they'll be like uh yeah i was just talking to you on the phone i was like no we weren't were you talking to brian they're like oh yeah we were i'm like listen thank you so much for comparing me <laughs> to the angelic voice of brian <laughs> um but no it's it's you know so i i start listening to it i'm a huge fan of it um, we'll, we'll get more into what the show is about in a bit, but uh, you guys have been long yeah, well, time. Well, I'll just tell them now. It, yeah. it, your show is about where you sit and you interview people. Yeah. Everyday people. Everyday people. Yeah. Um, yeah, everyday no. people. You should, why isn't it that Everyday People song? <laughs> I am Everyday People. I am Everyday People. But I don't think I get the rights to yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's going to be a tough one. Yeah. Nobody remembers them. That's very true, but I probably still wouldn't get the rights to it. They're, Didn't a car commercial take it for a while? Yeah, it was in something. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. What are they going to do? Hear this and see you? Probably. Well, yeah. no, every time I upload it to YouTube, I get, like, a strike. Oh. Yeah. You should yeah. do a spin-off interviews with every other day people. Like, every other some day? days I'm a person, some days That's, I'm a and, dog. And it's only Brian, because he's, or, like, every once a week people. Yeah, yeah once a it's week. About, interviews with work. occasional people. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully they raid Area 51 and I can get my first interview with an uh, alien. We can get one of those people out, one of those aliens out, and I can interview him. I like it. One day. That's my dream. Interview an alien. That'd be great. Be like Joe Rogan. Yeah. You ever tried DMT, bro? <laughs> That's the Joe Rogan joke every every time. <laughs> Real quick, before we where's you know, the aliens pineal gland? <laughs> before we uh, get into all the meat and potatoes of this uh, meat and potatoes, as my mom would say, mm -hmm. of this episode. Um, just met your mom. Beautiful, beautiful woman. Looks just like me. Looks just like you. She's <laughs> yeah. very, very nice. Beard and everything. We, yeah. we pull um, up. We pull up, and Tony goes, "You look just like your mom." <laughs> <laughs> and then she yells, "We have the same mustache," which, which is, is hilarious. My mom. Yeah. <laughs> um. Joe Rogan's uh, ep he 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 talked to about Bernie Sanders. I didn't listen to it yet, but I heard I heard that Bernie said if he if he wins the presidency, and if he hears any classified stuff about Area Fifty One, he will tell the public. Yeah, well, Joe asked him. He's like he's like what's up? And he's like my wife would make me. Yeah, <laughs> that's what Bernie said. He's like my wife. He's like Joe, I'll come on here when we're done. You know, it was it was pretty cool, man. Did you see now that there's a push to have Joe Rogan moderate a presidential debate? There's like a petition for that. Joe can do everything. Yeah, he's great. But yeah. enough about him. Let's talk about me. I yeah. mean, him, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So you guys have been friends for a long time. 25 years. Too long. How did you guys become, how did you just meet? Uh, we lived on the same street. My I mom was... paid me. Yeah. Huh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> there is an age, a little bit of an age difference. Too. Three years. Three years. Three years. Oh, that's not but back then, it was, it's bigger. Like, now it's like, yeah, he's uh, three years older. But, but when we met, I was 11. He was 14. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a little bit more pronounced then. So there's a real okay. This 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 is real. This happened. Uh -huh. This is a shoot. Yeah, this is absolutely true. Uh, I'm out in the kitchen doing dishes, as a good little boy would do. My mom goes, Jack, come here, come here. You gotta see this. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I run from the kitchen to the porch, and she goes, look at this. And there's Brian running down the street with a cape on and a crown, like Jerry Lawler. And he's just running down. He was dressed like Jerry Lawler. Yeah, he's running down the street. <laughs> and she goes, Jack, you've got to talk to him. Go talk to him. <laughs> Go be his friend. Right. So 
I'm like, hey, what's up? Because we're we were new to the street. Now this street, mind you, had sixty kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had so many fucking friends to pick from, and I get stuck with him. You get stuck with Jerry the King Lawler. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I'm like, you know, we're talking. I don't I don't remember the exact conversation. But well, you're like, what, what? What's up with the outfit? I may have been, yeah. you know, and, and but I don't think Jerry Lawler was brought up at that point. But wrestling was, and I was a huge res- wrestling fan. I mean, I knew shit about wrestling that other kids my age shouldn't know, like behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, like yeah. I was like uh, like a wealth of knowledge uh, when it came to to wrestling. I knew so much shit, and then I met him, <laughs> and this fucking kid. Yeah. Put me to sh- like I was like whoa like yeah. I know everything how do you know more than everything <laughs> yeah you know what I mean like I remember my mom I was in like third grade my mom was like yeah he could tell you every wrestler's social security number I I mean I knew so much stuff mm-hmm. that uh, you know other kids shouldn't know about wrestling and yeah so that's 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 what really formed our friendship wrestling yeah you know how did you guys find out all the dirt sheets back then? Like, I wouldn't even know how to get that access. I, uh, the first time I, like, 95, I was subscribed to the Pro Wrestling Torch because I would always get the wrestling magazines. We, I lived right behind a Wawa, so, like, a convenience so store. So he's 12 years old at this yeah. time. Mm-hmm. I lived right behind a, uh... Now, you're talking about the wrestling magazines. It wasn't the Observer. The After Mags, uh, they would call them. Yeah. Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Uh, Inside Wrestling. There was one called Wrestling World. So, inside of guy, you know Dave Cantwell, right? Yeah, Dave. So Dave's college roommate is Bill Abner's son. Oh wow! Like okay. Dave Campbell knows Bill Abner, wow. which is crazy. Yeah. Okay. And one of them had an ad for the Pro Wrestling Torch, and like it's like no every no more than everybody in this picture is like a picture of a wide shot of a wrestling crowd. I'm like, ooh, I want to know more. I mean, I knew at that point like it was predetermined yeah. and and stuff like that. But then yeah, I was, at that point I was getting the dirt sheet like uh, the um, so I was learning more that way, and then. That rolls into the internet, and then, then you can just find anything. Mm-hmm. For me, it was... Uh, I started going to... So before ECW started, there was a company called TWA mm-hmm. in Philly. And um, that's where the Sandman was. Like, Bam Bam Bigelow wrestled Abdullah the Butcher. Like, I saw them at St. John Newman High School having a match where they busted... Like, one of them busted the other one's head over a, a, a water fountain. I don't know how they... They probably, you know, pay, obviously paid to get it fixed, or they just let it go. <laughs> or they just never came back. Because they got school. kicked out of uh, Briarcliff Fieldhouse yeah. after they put a uh, hole, hole in the floor. floor. Yeah. I saw, oh god, we saw lots of wrestling matches there. We, we we'll get into that yeah. another time. Uh, but for me, it was I just started going to all these different like local events. Like I was going to indie shows when I was eleven, mm-hmm. and then TWA ended up. Did it become ECW? No, the the money guy behind it stopped, and then Todd Gordon, who was the original owner of ECW, was one of the investors, and he just started his own thing after TWA went. So he started ECW as Eastern Championship Wrestling, Mm -hmm. and that was right down the street from me. Wow! So that was at Swanson and Rittner, and I at the time was living at Fourth and Rittner, so I would just walk right down Rittner Street. It's like four blocks, right? Yeah, and I would just, yeah, because um, it was Swanson. And then it was like front, second, third, fourth. And I would just walk right down the street. And then I was going to early ECW events, like where Jimmy Snooker was wrestling Taz and all these people. So I started really just literally being behind the scenes and, and talking to different wrestlers and stuff. So, and then I started, like, I was picking up the magazine. I was picked up the magazines in the 80s, though. Yeah. And when you pick them up, you pick things up. Yeah. You know? So for me, I was. 
I was always very so my my dad was really big like I was obviously the first kid so he was like oh my god I'm gonna do all this cool stuff so he was like anything I'm into I'm just gonna make him like I'll get the fan club subscriptions mm-hmm. like that was like the late 80s early 90s thing I'm 86 so my dad would be like I'm gonna get you the fan club thing for this and that and this so I remember I had like Michael Jordan Rusty Wallace Washington Redskins and Hulk Hogan stuff all over the house and I had no idea what any of those things were <laughs> and my dad just like this is Michael Jordan and he plays the sport that you would know as basketball like so that was how I was introduced by basketball like this is Michael Jordan and he kicks ass in this sport like that was like right, my, right. Uh, like this is Hulk Hogan and he is the best of world wrestling and the fun thing is is when I started watching wrestling I didn't like Hulk Hogan I was not a Hulk Hogan fan okay I always gravitated to the bad guy. Always. Razor Ramon. Well, yeah. no, it wasn't even Razor yet. But we, that we, we are, are yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I like how you guys both. This is like I said, you guys are like, like you guys are like soulmates. Oh. <laughs> we, by the way, we have a thing. We only touch once a year. Yes. Okay. We touch literally once a year, except, this is, except this, for that. Yeah. That's twice a year. Uh, New Year's, we shake hands, and that's our tradition. Yep, that's it. And then we don't we don't no, touch no bodily contact. No bo- no fucking really? contact. Not even Seriously. like a hug. No. No. <laughs> See, I'm a hugger. I'm a, I'm a... And and I would hug you. But the thing is, is people already think we're gay. Yeah. <laughs> so if we hugged, it would just be like it would cement their fu- yeah. like ah oh, that's fucking clearly yeah. they're gay. <laughs> yeah, they've been with each other so that long. Anything yeah. wrong. So no, we're like, oh, you, th- you think we're gay? Once a year we touch. Yeah. That's it. And it's a, it's each other's penises. Yes. Tell me that's, that's, how we, that's how we shake with penises. Where, where are you from? Um, it's a Philly thing. <laughs> By the way, he's wearing uh, wearing an atheist shirt. I see a uh, colander over there. Can he wear that on his head? <laughs> I almost um, wore my flying spaghetti monster shirt. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah. I I would watch. I that's how I got into wrestling. So it was. I was really into the Macho Man Randy Savage. He yes, was the first guy, mm-hmm. hence my beard glass hair. But I, I was Macho Man was my first guy. Then I really liked Roddy Piper. And then my first tag team was the Rockers, which is weird because they were kind of good guys. But that was my, I liked the Rockers because like my dad was like an '80s metal metal guy, like yeah. music, so like kind of gravitated toward that. But I remember we'd buy the mag. Like if I couldn't get the WWE magazines. We, my mom, because like she didn't know any better, so she was like, "I got you Pro Wrestling Illustrated," and I'd go through it. And I, at the time, I, didn't, I couldn't really read, or it wasn't like a big reader. Um, I would just look through the photos and be like, "I don't know any of these fucking yeah. guys." And I just remember always seeing like there would be like one or two colored photos in it, and almost every time it was a colored photo, it would be Ric Flair bleeding like a pig. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, whoever well, this old guy is with white hair, he bleeds a lot. For a while, Vince wouldn't let them photograph around his shows so yeah. that's why they would really push the mm-hmm. nwa people but it made me think like you talk about randy savage one of the first times i remember really getting in a lot of trouble with my parents i have one sister she's seven years older than me so i'm probably about like four or five i'm probably five and she's like 11 i can't do math it's 12 <laughs> she's probably 12 um and she's much older than that yeah she's older than that much older than that Mel, yeah um so I somehow climbed up on the banister at the bottom of the steps. She was laying on the floor watching TV. And I jumped off the banister with a flying elbow Ooh. and got in a lot of trouble. <laughs> uh, has had to, When you were a kid, the wrestling... You guys were... See, I was very... I was like the Santa Claus is real wrestling fan for the longest time. So you guys seemed like you were out of that really early because of the, the behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah. So I remember when people, like... I had family members and, like, people who... 
like we'd go places and they were like proud to tell me like as a kid like you know what you're watching is not real well right. people love doing that they still do it yeah, yeah. they, they still was, do it to me and i'm like you know movies are fake yeah right? and then yeah. i would be like I, I remember a kid like uh yeah i knew that and they're like do you still like it and i was like well yeah when i was a kid that wasn't really a thing too much mm-hmm. the thing when i was a like that I, that I like my earliest memories of people giving me shit about was the Ultimate Warrior. The Ultimate Warrior's dead. His brother took took his yeah, place. Yeah, I never bought that. Legends, yeah. That was that was like the big thing. But it was either his brother <clears throat> or Kerry Von Erich. That was yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Um, this podcast is all wrestling. I the love Tornado it. Tag Podcast, yeah, part two. Honestly, any chat room I would go into. Like, if I was making a joke, it was usually, like, a wrestling reference, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, fuck, like, I can't keep doing this because not everybody <laughs> gets the wrestling reference, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there might be some fat guy, and I'm like, oh, let me fucking look at Bastion Booger over here or some shit, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you had that same thing with Murder, My Dude, because every show does have some kind of but wrestling that became, reference That there. became the gimmick. Yeah. The gimmick was we're going to make a wrestling reference in every episode. Well, it's funny because I listen to your show all the time, and when you guys do it, I'll be like, oh, wrestling reference, and then you guys call it out in your show. And then I think last episode of Bangin' Beers, we're sitting there talking, and every time a wrestling reference came, I'd be like, oh, ref- wrestling reference. <laughs> like I, I call them out, and the people are like, oh, my God. They're probably annoyed by it, but I don't care. I think it's funny. But uh, re- anyway, so I remember the first time I watched wrestling, and I, I still thought it was real. I was super into it. I was invested. Um, and I cried, like hysterically cried. I thought Macho Man was dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, the snake spot. Mm-hmm. The cobra. I, I was at that point. I'm already like 11 years old. Yeah. Now, now that's just, that's the age of my oldest son. My oldest yeah. son is gonna be uh, he's gonna be 12 next month. Yeah. At that point, I knew whoever's vibrating. We gotta cut the vibrate. Am I? I'm just gonna double check. It's not me. It's not me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't no. think it was me. Was it me? I'll put my phone in my pocket so you can't keep yelling at us, Tony. All right. Sorry. It was probably you. It might, no, it's not, that wasn't me. I, I, it happened to me once where I blamed Andy and it was me. No, it wasn't. It, nothing. My phone, uh, there was nothing, like no notifications no. on my phone. Yeah, I got nothing. Um, my uh, oldest son's going to be 12. That's the age that I was when I knew wrestling. I mean, I knew wrestling was fake for years, but I still bought into things mm-hmm. because it was that like... Was it called suspension? Suspension, uh, suspension of, disbelief. of disbelief. Yeah, uh, I wanted to still kind of just get lost, uh, you know, in wrestling and, you know, uh, God, man, there was there were people like I was like, oh, I do not trust that guy, and I, like, I hated, <laughs> I hated Macho Man. Really? Uh, yeah, I felt the same way. But like the way I felt about him, I felt about like Dangerous Danny Davis and like anybody that turned heel. Yeah, basically. like like Luger, people mm-hmm. like that. So I think the reason I felt I gravitated more towards the bad guys because I thought I always thought that the good guys were super predictable, and I I maybe like I still fall into that trap now where I watch wrestling. Like when I we watch SummerSlam, and I was like, they're like everyone like I hated it. I'm like I'm kind of come to expect that's what a rest like that's what a WWE pay-per-view is is what Who we hated SummerSlam. a lot of people did like the internet like from what i was reading no one no one really people, liked it people are stupid and wanna... but to me SummerSlam was as predictable as mania like going into that i could pretty much tell you who like i mean i didn't do terror i didn't do great in my pick em sheet because i tried to pick a few like flashy ones that maybe take a lead but yeah. i knew picking them that they were going to not win i liked it yeah i but... liked i liked the pay-per-view a lot i I get the argument that it didn't feel like the second biggest well, show of the year, but so, it was still a good show. So that's yeah. what I said to Brian. I go, I go, something's missing. This this doesn't feel like 
Uh, what, what, what did I say? What was the like summer? It doesn't feel special. Right? Yeah, like, but but there was the, the words I use. I forget. Like the, the biggest one for me is when AJ and Ricochet were in the ring, and I'm, we're, we're going to cover all this on Thursday too. <laughs> we'll, we'll quickly segue. Well, I, won't, I won't be um, here Thursday. Yeah, so. but um, I felt like if that AJ Ricochet match had happened in any other company, any other planet, NXT, any other ring, it would have been a different match. It would have felt different. I, I thought it felt great. I loved it. I loved. I thought I, it was good, but I thought like it. It didn't have like the uh, like an NXT feel where people are super bested and it was a good. Yeah, because it wasn't because it wasn't an NXT crowd. Yeah, I think the crowd makes it's like it's like a hoagie, right? Yeah. My dad always said the bread makes the sandwich. Yeah, you know you can't just put a fucking meat on a ciabatta bun and call it a yeah, hoagie. Hundred percent. Um. So, but but what I said was that that ricochet match left me wanting more. Mm-hmm. Like I, I watched that and I go, oh, shit, dude! I need that. What he said about the uh, what was the, the the women's match? Bailey and Ember Moon. It was the, it was twelve it, minutes of a great twenty five minute match. Yeah, it it was it was cut like it, it was good. I thought it was good. I liked it. Did you I, like? I liked it, but I wanted. I knew she wasn't going to, but I'm I'm very high in Ember Moon. Oh, I'm very high. I love her. Yeah, I would love her. I I get two free passes in the world, and Ember Moon's one of them. All right, this is a different show. Yeah. This is fucking weird. Uh, this is sex, my dude. No, yeah, weird, weird open relationship <laughs> shit, my dude. Swinger, my dude. Uh, no. with, is that with, the term? Swing? With people. With, yeah. All right, so anyway, your your friendship has blossomed over professional wrestling. Yeah. Um, hence, you know, you know, we're ball, all huge wrestling nerds. Um, I actually asked Brian, I said, you guys seem like you're a group of like two friends who like, you remind me of me and my one friend, Billy. Like, we're, we're friends, and we have a really good bond, but we, the reason we became friends is because our parents were friends, and then I found out that it was more or less like you guys met each other and then yeah. kept this friendship going. Yeah. Um, and then you guys kind of, as you grew up, um, well, you moved away then, right? Are you, we both did. Well, so you, well, it, it depends on where, where we're going at, at, at this point of, of our timeline. Yeah. Of what we're... Um, well, we'll go ahead. We're... we're where are you going with this? So I'm just saying, like, <laughs> when, when you, I didn't you move before your, like, your childhood home, or did you guys grow up to a certain age and then say, hey, I'm moving, and you're like, oh, well, I'll move with you. Like, we you became roommates. So when I was, when I was 20, I got kicked out of my house. I didn't know that. And I got, yeah. and I moved into his house. Oh, okay. Because he lived down the street. Yeah. I, like, so our street, it was a big street. I was in the middle of the street. He was on the very end. And, very uh, beginning, actually. Very beginning. Yeah, I say the end, the beginning, whatever. Um, it was a dead end street, so. <laughs> so I moved in with him, yeah. and then, and then like from there, I would go down. My grandpa lived a couple houses down for me. I would go to my grandpa's house. I would just bounce around, mm-hmm. but it was always, you know, close. Mm-hmm. And then about two thousand five, uh, two thousand four, two thousand. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it was later. No, when your mom was moving. Oh, 2006. It was 2000, okay, 2006. Yeah. His mom was moving down to uh, Tennessee. Okay, Tennessee. 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 And when she was moving, I just so happened to be moving at the same time. I was going up to New York because my dream was to be a filmmaker. Now, we started writing scripts and shit at 19, like when I was 19. I was 16, yeah. We, we so did a screenplay is, when I was 16. Yeah, we wrote a screenplay. He was 16, I'm 19. This is 1999. We... Our podcasts and stuff like that started in, in other forms of entertainment, you know, mm-hmm. in 99. That's where it started. Um, I think the first time I actually tried a podcast was like 0102, something like that. They weren't even called podcasts then. Yeah, yeah. they were. They're just internet radio internet shows. Radio have, you ever, shows. have you ever tried, because obviously the filming equipment and stuff, it's not, you know, 
it's it's a lot harder to do when doing that budget. But there are podcasts that are very successful and they just literally tell a story each episode. We'll get into that later on how Murder My Dude started. Yeah, yeah we'll get into that later. So, uh, so then about yeah, two thousand six, uh, two thousand six comes along. We we talk. You're a big Howard Stern fan. Yes, we were Howard Stern. we were O and A fans. Yes, so we were Opie and Anthony fans through and through. At that at that time, he's actually at that point kind of eh, like O and A or meh. Mm-hmm. But earlier than that, like he he got me into it. Most of the shit that I got into, it was because of him. Yeah, like he was into it first. You know, except for Mitch Hedberg. I was in the Hedberg first, got him right. into it. Anyway, so I become friends with uh, these people who were like radio show regulars for like um, for uh, Ron and Fez, who were another radio group that were affiliated with Opie and Anthony. And um, I became friends with them through this chat room, for, through Opie and Anthony's chat room, another thing called Pal Talk. And so basically, we started hanging out with them and going up to New York and we go for like weekends all the time. Yeah, we would go up to like uh, Long Island, hang out for. So it's me, him, this guy Mike Grimm, and this dude Scott, and we call ourselves the Four Horsemen. <laughs> and like all of our pictures at that point are us throwing up the four. Every single time I have a group of friends, it's everyone. It's the yeah, we're the clan. You can look. You can look at old pictures of us too, where yeah. we're, we're throwing up the, yeah. the too sweet. So too sweet, me, bro. Um, it's awesome because like Eddie Collins, who's in Crowbot, um, he yeah. gets he gets pictures with fans like in Europe, and it's I mean obviously it's not for me or but like we have every time we see each other like he'd be on stage I'd be like this and he'll throw one back, <laughs> but like he'll get a picture with somebody in like Europe and he's getting like a picture and everyone's like hey and he's like so that's that's funny you say that my yeah. uh, our buddy Pat that we ended up living with there's a picture I just found that we're at a bar and it's packed and this is in in New York City. And there, and this is two thousand six, mm-hmm. and Pat's throwing up the two sweet sign, like to somebody else. He said, "And who the fuck was throwing it up in two thousand six? It was pre Bullet Club, but, was, but Bullet Club made it big. It was again. NWO. NWO did it, but nobody was really doing it. Well, but, the Click was doing it at the Curtain Call early, but yeah. that's that's like ninety five. Yeah, we're talking, we're talking like we're in the dead zone for that. Just yeah, there's yeah. right the, after NWO. In between NWO, See, I was always in the too sweet though. Cause obviously, I'm a huge. Were you doing it between NWO and Bullet Club? Like yes. early 2000s when mm-hmm. like nobody else was doing it at that point. It was too sweet. I was the click. It was the click. Yeah. So so he's there's a picture of Pat doing. It, it was like 2006. Yeah, he's throwing up the too too sweet. So I end up going in there and actually uh, living with the family and like I was kind of like a living nanny for these people because we would go up there and I was like, listen, I I want to come up there. I want to live up there for a film. Um. We were supposed to. I, we were supposed to be working with a company out of uh, Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and um, we started. We started filming a lot of stuff. We were doing shorts. Now these things will never see the light of day. No, they will sit on the uh, proverbial cutting room floor. The whole thing, everything we've ever done, video wise, is going to sit in a drawer. I have all these tapes too, like all these tapes, and you're never going to see them, just because I'm embarrassed of them. And why? First it's okay. of all, I'm a horrible actor, and I'm in them. Jesus. Okay, sorry about that. Bri, are you hungry? A little bit. <laughs> um, Should have grabbed belly, something. Before so that's that's how we ended up moving up there, and then I got a girl pregnant, and uh, didn't really focus too much on the on the film thing because now I'm a dad, you know. Yeah. And uh, so I left, and he ends up just still living with that family because we. So when we moved up there, I was like, "Hey, my buddy, uh, can, can Brian? Come? Well, she they knew, you know, they knew who Brian was because Brian yeah. would tag along." With me, I was like, "Can Brian, you know, come up? Can he move on, uh, move in?" And they were like, "Yeah, sure." So we we shared the basement. We kind of like rented the basement from them. 
Um, well, he did. He rent paid rent, but I was like a living nanny yeah. that wasn't getting paid. I'm watching their kid, but not getting paid for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they wanted me to pay them, and I was like, I'm watching your kid. You know, um, it's like a bartering system. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, I got this girl pregnant and ended up moving in with her. I moved to New York. Now I'm outside of like Sleepy Hollow at this point, you know, and and then anyway. Time goes by, what, five years, something like that? Yeah, yeah, about five years. Uh, and then we end up moving. I get a split with my ex, and uh, my mom lives in near near where you live. Ashland. Yeah, right, she lives yeah. in Ashland. So, now, um, are you guys both very close with each other's families because you've grown up like your entire lives with each other? No. Like, are you close with his family because you were living there? And then, I was close with his mom. And yeah. then, like, he's close with your family because of, like, like or was it always, was it always close like that? Yeah, uh, yeah. I like, mean, if, like if there was, like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing the whole gay thing, but like, like no, 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 no. But like, uh, if, like there I, was a little falling out. There was a falling out between him and my mom. And oh, stuff. Okay. So we we moved here. We lived at my house mm-hmm. again. Another thing, like when I moved in, Brian came with, and I was like, dude, live here, you know, because you can get a house for fucking cheap, and yeah. he he knew that, so he. He was, like, saving his money. Yeah, that's one of the fun things up here is when you say you're not from around here, like, the the first question is always, why did you move here? Yeah. Like, that's... Because it's cheap. Yeah, and that's Fine. always my answer. Come to Schuylkill County and buy a house. It's cheap. It's cheap as fuck. So he bought a house, like, six months later, whatever, five months later. Yeah. And the house in Pottsville. Yeah. Pottsville, yeah. Bought yeah, it. we moved here in January. got that in May that yeah. year. And, and it would have been in sooner, but they were they had, like, there was, like, issues with the closing. Yeah. Um... I was close with his mom. I called his mom, mom. Mm-hmm. Everybody called her mom. Anybody, because she worked at Wawa. And, you know, everybody, her name was Irene, and everybody would just call her mom, you know? There'd be, like, random black dudes in, in the like, ghetto part of, of, like, it was called Darby. Mm-hmm. I mean, this this area was just, like, real, real bad. And these dudes would come out, and they would see her. And uh, most people, you know, you know, white people start to scatter. And uh, they're coming, and... Uh, I'm just standing there with her, and they were like, "Oh, what's up, mom?" They were just everybody would call everybody. Straight. She's a very warm person. Oh yeah, you know? everybody yeah. loved his mom. Yeah, she was great, man. And then uh, he was, you know, Brian lived with my family, you know, for a bit, but there was a little, there was a little bit of falling out, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, but yeah, uh, so that, that that friendship definitely. Uh, the reason I brought all that up, and I wanted that to be something that people should hear, is because that you could definitely see, like, list, when you're listening to your podcast, you could definitely see that that bond, that ride or die. Like, you guys are very, you have each other's backs. Like, like you guys can have a complete difference in opinion, and it's okay. Like, well, he's like he's like my brother. Exactly. There, that that bond is there, and I think that, from my opinion, from the outside perspective looking in, I think that's what I think that's what makes your podcast very special, because like. You he like you'll hear in the podcast like there's sometimes where you may sway one side or the other and he's very mm-hmm. one side and it, it in normal day society people freak out like you don't believe what I believe fuck right. that we're no longer friends I'm blocking you on Facebook and you guys are just like oh no you can believe that I'm cool with it and he'll like, do that with anybody else but me yeah <laughs> which is the funniest thing <laughs> um I do I do worry about that sometimes though like what I say because to break down the fourth wall Jackson Wells is me turned up. We do the Paul Heyman thing. Yeah. You know, I intentionally try to play a certain way when I'm like, yeah, I don't really know about this. You're not really getting my thing, but it's a show. Yeah. Right. Anything I like sometimes I, I like when you try to 
play your character. Like, because I, I I was saying the same thing. I, I might have been saying it to him. Like, you try to play a character sometimes, and then like the one episode you were trying to play, like you didn't know what you were talking about, and then you were getting frustrated because then you're like, because in your head, like I can see your head, your process in your head, <laughs> listening through my radio in my car, and you're like, actually, I just want to play this really clear. Like, I do know what I'm talking about. I'm just trying to play funny. Like, <laughs> like, well, I mean that that's always something we're we're kind of cognizant of and concerned with is when you're talking it's a true crime podcast yeah. murder might do mostly true crime sometimes do fictional stuff and it's hard sometimes to be funny when you're talking about like this past week we really did sandy hard. hook we Oof. like it, there's no real way to so the joke is it's impossible to make a joke about this yeah. so that is something where mm-hmm. it is it's a kind of a tightrope even walk. even like the pride episode that was really that was a deep one there was a lot of yeah. really I, I i don't i I sincerely do not want to alienate listeners. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't want to, but I have to at some point play a character, but some, I'm afraid that people are so fragile these days. And this is true. This yeah. is, this is for real. I'm afraid that people are so fragile that they will hear an opposing view and go, Oh, well fuck that guy. And then I mean, not- you can have someone in today's times who was like, I love everything that this person's ever done. And they're like, well, I'm not really pro-Trump, and they're like, "Fuck him! I hate all of his movies." Like, you know what I mean? Like, people like will quickly throw somebody away because they have a difference of opinion, which I think is really unhealthy. It's not a and, and it's something we're extra kind of cautious of because obviously, at least in the beginning, we're going to probably draw a lot of our audience locally. Yeah, and we are way to the left of most of this area. Yeah, so yeah, that that's something we. I try get to. accused of being very left, but I'm very in the I I. There's some very, very far left that I listen to, and I'm like, you can't be fucking serious. And then there's some things on the very far right I listen to, I'm like, you, you, can't, you can't be serious. Like, 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 I, like, both sides both, like, confuse me sometimes. I like, to hear, I like to hear people out. Brian, I think, is, he's a little bit more set in his ways than I am. Yeah. I, I, like yeah. the, I like to hear people out. Mm-hmm. Um, me too. I, I will listen to extreme left stuff on the internet, and I will listen to extreme right stuff on the internet, yeah. and then I try to make my own determination off the I don't think I go extreme left. I definitely will not ever agree with anybody extreme right, but I don't think I'll agree with everybody extreme left. Either. They're both crazy. Oh, extreme, I, I, extreme, I, both sides. Extreme crazy. left for me is Antifa people, and we talked about this. I'm never okay with Antifa. Yeah, I'm not okay with anybody running up and punching somebody else because they are okay with it, or because you know somebody annoyed you with yeah. something. There is some. I wouldn't call them extreme right, but there are some right sided journalists that I don't mind listening to. Okay. Are you ready to get upset? Are you ready? Uh-oh. No, but, but who do you have? Who? All right. So I'm gonna get. Let's see. Is it gonna be Crowder? Is it gonna be Shapiro? I, like, I, don't, I don't mind. I don't mind Crowder. I hate Crowder. He's, really? He's a uh, he's, well, he's a gimmick. He's for one smart, thing. but he's a gimmick. He's, he's, he's very gimmicky. I don't like his, but I don't like if somebody's like, well, the the left, this this this. It's I don't like what people on the left do about the right. This why I don't I don't listen so, to the so young turks. I don't I don't like listening to him when he's in his studio. When he's in his studio, he's a lot more bold and he's yeah. a lot more brash. He's a lot more gimmick. And he, yeah, he's, he's Alex very, Jones. But when he's when he's doing his change my mind, I like the fact that he's like, hey, let's just have a legit conversation. Now I've watched that and they're okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah now he okay. does come with a lot of information and he is picking on a certain demographic sometimes. Um, but for the most part, he's not. We're not here for violence. We're not here to cause problems. And he legit has a decent conversation. And if someone doesn't believe what they say, as long as you don't start trying to pick a fight, he, he will have a legit conversation. He's very got you though. He he, he, is. he loves to do that. Yeah, that gotcha journalism mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. I, I hate that. Um, I hate that for many Shapiro. Side. I don't really mind Shapiro too much either. Ben Shapiro. Yeah. Uh, okay. There's <laughs> some things I like, and there's some things I don't. But he doesn't like. He doesn't boil me like. 
like some other ones I watch, like the far right, they're just like this chair is hurting my asshole. Is it <laughs> hurting my asshole? <laughs> I, I am very. Can sorry. we get that on a shirt? This chair is hurting my asshole. <laughs> Ooh, what the fuck, man? How do you people sit here? This fucking long. Oh my god! All right, we'll speed it up here. Um, no, 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 no. Take, take your time. I mean, you know. <laughs> we'll get you. All I donut. know is I don't know how long these these podcasts of yours go. But are you a fan of Joe Rogan? The the majority of it has been uh, wrestling, <laughs> and the second half is going to be about how my asshole hurts right now. <laughs> um. So yeah. So you started. Boy, off, howdy, is asshole. <laughs> so you started with uh, doing some ra- uh, internet radio together. Yeah, um, some film together. So yeah, so '99 we start writing stuff, and then I've always hear about on from the podcast Brian's book that. Oh my goodness, that's later. That's much later. And okay. this, yeah. is, this is annoying. I don't even. I'm, I hate you for bringing it up. <laughs> uh, so then, like 2000, I'm I'm dating somebody. We always have ideas, and I think that this is what happened with Brian's book and anything else. Oh shit! Go man down. All right, we're back. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I'm an idea person. Yeah. I, I am like very childlike. I'm, I'm very optimistic. I'm, I'm like, dude, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's Me do this. Too. I'm going to be 40 years old Yeah. in May. I'm going to be 40. And I'm still like, dude, let's do this. Brian's, how old are you? I'm 36. You're 36. I'm 39. He's at this point, he's the old, like, ah, oh, all broken down I, piece I, I, of shit. I, like, I'm Mickey Rourke in the wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a beat up piece of meat. Yeah. And I, I sometimes say the Vader line of just a big fat piece of shit. Yeah, I was, I was a very, I have ideas, I have ideas, I have ideas, and then I got to the point where I was like, am I just gonna keep saying I have the ideas, or am I just gonna pull the fucking trigger? Right. So that's this is this podcast, like, and that's that's murder, my dude, for us. So yeah. we we started. I don't know what happened because we listen. Well, actually, we listen to O and A all the time, and we wanted to do. Almost like a shock jockey, like. Well, before that, I think we tried. Yeah. I think we tried the Jack and Brian show. Yeah, we tried yeah, like noises, like the Jack and Brian show. We're all right. Well, we actually did have soundboards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then then we we did one, and we we were supposed to bring in our buddy Ogie, and Ogie ends up becoming later on in other podcasts he becomes a character because he kept flaking on us, and we do a show at this point called Coat Hanger Alley. Oh, and it was. <laughs> If you get, you know, you know what a coat, coat hanger alley is. Yeah, yeah. Back alley abortions, you yeah. know, stuff like that. <clears throat> so we call it coat hanger alley, and we're trying to be shock jocks. Mm-hmm. This, what year is this? 2002? 2002. Yeah, or three, something like that. Yeah. Because um, I remember things by who I was dating at the time. <laughs> I know, you always do that in the podcast, too. Yeah, dude. That's how like I my ex. Yeah, that's how I remember it. <laughs> yeah. Like, so that at that point, I was dating a girl named Lisa. Um I remember like so much, man. But yeah, uh, that's where it started, and then it that was like two thousand two, two thousand three, goes away. We don't do anything really. I think we tried something else. Nothing happened. We we recorded a couple things. We would write scripts. We'd always have ideas for like little animated things we could do, but we don't know how to animate stuff. Yeah, like little things like two thousand five comes around. We do the gorilla position. Now, great, great. That's a great name. Now at this point, it's taken now. Though. It's taken yeah, now. So yeah, there's, there's actually a popular uh, wrestling podcast called it's out the, of the UK. Yeah. yeah, called the Gorilla Position. Uh, shout out to them, I guess. Uh, we had it first. Um, we start getting wrestlers like interested because they start listening. Uh, there was a wrestler named Nick Burke, who uh, what did he wrestle as? Uh, he was Nick Burke in CZW. He was uh, Nikki Benz. 
Where he would wear like a a powder blue like tux. He, he was the lounge lizard. The lounge lizard, uh, Nikki Benz. He did uh, he did Monday Night Raw like he was he played a it was after the Michael Richards thing where Michael Richards went on that racist like uh, thing in a comedy club and they had him up there as like a, a comedians doing racial jokes and Crime Time comes out and beats him up <laughs> yeah so this dude I think I was checked out at that point wrestling yeah he he was listening to well we never checked out I no. checked out for a little bit we yeah. never did and if I checked out it was a couple months but then you know I checked out for 2004 till about. 2011. That would have been during this time frame. Okay, yeah. wow. That's a... Whew. UFC. I was a big mixed martial arts guy. We, we, yeah. we would do both. Yeah. We would do all of it. So, yeah. So, so we're, doing, uh, we're doing that. It's 2005. And then we moved 2006, and then we started the Cheap Shot. Which was like a wrestling MMA hybrid. And that was fun. We have some yeah. videos, actually, of Brian and all. It's crazy because if you try to mix MMA and UFC now, people get really fucking upset people, about People it. get upset about everything. You got to ignore them. You know what yeah. I mean? They get really upset about it. Like, how dare you even put MMA in the same talk? As- yeah. How, how dare you? Even though even though uh, Frank Mir, or not Frank Mir, did Frank Mir? Yeah, he was a Josh Barnett's blood sport. Yeah, yeah he, he did it. Josh Barnett. Menor. Uh, yeah, there's tons of them. R- Ronda Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Uh, Randy Couture. Tito Ortiz. Yeah. Rampage Jackson. Fucking go back. Uh, Ken Shamrock. Yeah, uh, Shamrock. Who's the dude with the mustache? Dan, Dan Severn. Dan Severn did it. Tank uh, Abbott. Speaking of all... my mom, my mom would always call him Ted Shamrock. <laughs> <laughs> they all did wrestling because they all love wrestling. Daniel Cormier's a huge wrestling fan. Yeah. Yeah, and fuck anybody that... that they... Jail Sun's a big wrestling fan. Exactly, yeah. Most, most, some of the be- most favorite guys in UFC who were the biggest shit talkers, they all attribute their shit talking from WBA. Conor McGregor. Yeah. He's doing Ric Flair. Yeah. And Vince McMahon. And yeah. Vince McMahon. Yeah. He does a, the McMahon walk. Yeah. He just, Ch- Chael Sonnen says, I try to be Ric Flair. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, he would no, no, no. He, take he, lines. He takes lines from Billy Graham. Billy Graham, yeah, Billy spoiler. Graham. Yeah. yeah. And he literally, yeah, we've, we've gone back and watched old, uh, old tapes and shit. Yeah. You know. I'm the bad guy. You know why they don't call it toothbrush in Brazil? Because they only got one tooth. They should just call it a... Uh, 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 they don't call it teeth brush in Brazil. They call it a toothbrush. That's they a West got, Virginia joke. Yeah, he, he, he said it to Brazil. He's like, he was crazy. Um, but yeah, so you guys are doing these podcasts. Yeah. And then uh, Murder My Dude comes about. Way later. Way later. Uh, All right, I'm jumping 08, way too far ahead. Uh, 08, when we're, when we're in New Jersey, we do the cheap shot. Uh, that lasted about maybe 13, 14 episodes. We had a co-host. We'd make him hold a tag rope. Uh, we just did a lot of fun. When, like, when he outside. would talk, he he had a he had to hold the tag rope and tag and, and tag in to talk. And then we did we had video that would accompany the uh, like we would talk about like all this stuff. And then we'd have a video that would accompany it. Yeah, his name is Ben. And um, and he went on to do like a fairly long running wrestling podcast too. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, it was fun. It was it was one of the most fun things I'd ever done. But at that point, you were also your son was very young, and it was like a lot of time away from him too. So. Yeah, so I, I I really I was like I, you know you take fam- a no you're saying I had to take a break. You had to pull, pull away from it. Yeah, yeah. Family uh, family life was a little bit more important than podcasting. And then at that point. Um, we had a, I had a falling out with Ben because I argue with everyone. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brian will just let everything roll off his back, you know. We, what happened was we wanted Ben to do something in, the, in a bit, like in this skit for video. And um, it, was little, it was he was training to fight Muhammad Ali, which is funny. Yeah. Because we went to Muhammad Ali's training camp. That's so much fun. Uh, ooh, it's right. Fighters heaven. Fighters but the heaven. bit was, yeah. I was... Visit this in the Oregon And this is in 2008. I was calling out Muhammad Ali. The bit is... Why would you do that? He is ill. 
you're you're just being ridiculous and insane. Yeah, he was like, oh, I could totally beat Muhammad Ali. So he's training to fight Ali, and uh, and then we were gonna have him dress like Lil Mac. I was gonna get a pink like jogging suit, and uh, we were gonna have uh, Ben dress up as Doc, and he would be on the bike. Now the was, thing is, uh, was, were you gonna go blackface? Well, yeah, but not <laughs> but not blackface. Okay, not straight up black. It was like brown, like. Because you can't, it, you if you're playing a character and the dude's dark, you got to go dark. If somebody was tan, you know, so if it's a white guy and he's tan, you're gonna, you know, tan your skin up. You know what's crazy about dark black face and white face? Um, to me, I wouldn't do it today, by the way. Because no, everybody's so sensitive. It's funny. It's funny both ways. But the only people that are allowed to do it are people that are famous. Like if you're just a dude nowadays, even nowadays famous, people, famous can't people can't. The one girl dressed like uh, crazy was her crazy crazy eyes from, crazy uh, eyes from orange is new black. black. It depends. Uh, now, like if you're always sunny in Philadelphia, no one cares. If you're Robert Downey Jr., nobody cares. If you're Dave I Chappelle, don't think Robert, Robert Jr. he couldn't do it, do it today. He couldn't do uh, Tropic. He, could. Thunder. he couldn't. He could not do Tropic Thunder today. If, catch. if you're if that you're, movie would have no shot today with that in the the Ben after they're making white girls too. That's fine. It's okay because it's it's black people doing white people, and it's they'll argue that it's not the same thing. Because the, the, what they'll argue is it's not making fun of white people. It's them portraying. It's it's a, it's a stupid argument that it doesn't it doesn't make it's any sense. It's the whole sense. punching down thing. If you're doing now, blackface, I do, you're punching I do down. Under, I do understand the way that people were upset back in the day. That the reason they did blackface is because they refused to hire black actors. Right, and that's dumb. That, and that is fucked up. Yeah, yeah. That that was straight up like black with the with, with the, the pink red lips. Yeah, yeah. like. Yeah. That is not what we were like doing. Like when D. Reynolds dresses up as the black news anchor, it's, it's hilarious on, on Always Sunny. It's, right, like know. Soul, what was this, Soul? Soul Man with Soul Man. C. Thomas Allen. Couldn't do it today. Yeah. You could not do that today. Because... Always Sunny, maybe they can get away with it because they can kind of do whatever because it's that show. South Park gets away with a lot because it's a cartoon. Yeah, there's so, there's so many shows that have carte blanche to do yeah. what yeah. they want to do. If, if, you know, good luck if we tried doing something like that. Right. Like if I tried to do that cheap shot bit today... So many people on the left. Like the funniest thing we ever produced or ever came up with, we know we could never do it because it's making fun of racial stereotypes. That's another thing to, through, um, you good over there? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm listening. Sorry. Are you? Yeah. I had a, a something. <laughs> but so up. yeah, the, like we, we did so some shows. Came up, we gotta go. <laughs> we did some shows after Ben left, uh, cause Ben left after that cause he didn't want to do the blackface thing. It was like a falling out. Um, but then, <laughs> and it would have been an argument today. I would have been yeah. like, "Okay, cool. You, you don't want to do that? That's fine." I know, but at that point, because I didn't see what he was upset about, mm. because he he's a he's a New York Jew, and when I say that, I mean because they're a little ahead of you know the curve when it comes to that's inappropriate. What's PC or what's not PC? And I was an ONA fan, yeah, and he was an ONA fan too. I don't know how the heck he got. You know. I, I think there's two different types of people on the planet that we don't talk enough about that just gets shit on, and it's like kind of like socially okay to shit on them. I think the Jews are definitely in that category where people just like throw that away, throw that out there like it's cool because they're they're Jews. Like the Jew jokes go crazy, and Asians like it's just okay to fucking diminish Asian people all the time, like as people. Like I joke around my wife because it's like and we all, and we talk about a person like it is kind of fucked up how like. How like Asians get fucking the short end of the stick? Excuse me. Yeah. Like if you you can like she gets it all the time like where she's in public places and she'll be like uh like someone orders Chinese and they'll be like oh you ordered the fucking Chinese fries and she'll be like really 
I can, I can buy that up here, especially. Yeah, and she'll be like, that's I, not I've cool. Worked with and they're like, like, dude, it's cool. They're Asian. Let, like, let me and tell she's you. like, uh, no, it's not. Like when, when we were younger, and this is probably early 2000s, mm -hmm. we would order Chinese food. And we would call an order, and I would be like, can I get a, uh, I don't know, like sesame chicken, this, that, you know, uh, a quart of Paul Fry Rye. Um, yeah. Like orange chicken. But I would say Paul Fry Rye like that. And we would laugh because when I would say a quart of pork rye, they knew exactly what I was saying uh -huh. because that's how the Chinese people say yeah. pork, pork fried rice. Yeah. And I thought it was hilarious to do that. Yeah. I would. I feel that it's so stupid and insensitive. Yeah. I wouldn't do that today. Yeah. I wouldn't do that because if somebody did that to like, you know, my kids or my family or something like that or my friends, mm -hmm. I'd be like, who the fuck are you? I had this experience one time because people don't know she's she's Asian. Uh -huh. And like the one time they were, she was at a place, and uh, they were like, you know what though, like out of everything, I'm not racist, but I fucking can't stand Asian people. Mm. And Heidi's like, oh, uh, I'm Asian. And they're like, <laughs> good one, see ya. And because they, they think she's Hispanic, mm -hmm. and then she's like, no, I'm I'm seriously Asian. Like, dude, you're so funny. Like, I can't believe you. You're such a good sense of humor. And they walk away. Like, they don't believe her. And she's like, yo, like she's like, it's like, oh, it's kind of okay, like. She's not saying woe is me and like she has it worse than anybody else, but she's like they don't do that to like, anyone else like openly to their face. Like every other race gets made fun Here, of, but it's behind closed doors. But it's like okay to openly do it to like an Asian person's face. Like what, what I found out with with race and stuff like that is it's it's not so it could be broken down. Like you're, you're, she was saying, it doesn't happen, but it does happen to other people because yeah. here here's what happens after like Asians. Uh, and then uh, Hispanics and, and blacks and whoever, then it starts to become like Irish and Italian yeah. or something like that. It breaks down like that. Then it breaks, it, it, it'll go into neighborhoods. Like, oh, you're from, you're from fucking DC or you're from, you know, oh, you're a Redskins or sports. You yeah. know, it'll break down to mm -hmm. different things because people need to be in some kind of bubble or they need some kind of pack mentality. Yeah. So... It's easy to make fun of anybody, yeah. you know. Oh, you're fat. Oh, you're, you know, you have red hair. That one too, yeah. Because uh, I noticed <laughs> that with um, the Sesame Place thing that happened last week with that lady who was like telling the woman in the hijab to go back to her where she came from. Yeah, that's a like such the, an ugly thing right now. The Twitter comments on that uh, from like the left, it's like these people are supposed to be so woke and so progressive, and it's like. Doesn't that lady know there's a Planet Fitness down the street from Sesame Place? Like, once that's, like, cemented as a bad person, the fat jokes can be, like, teed yeah, off on, like, yeah. I, no problem. I actually got one. Um, you were at the, you weren't at this week's show, but when Andy and Ben came to talk about, they went to the gym, and I, there's some guy there. I don't know who he is. They say he knows me. And they're like, oh, you know Tony. And they're like, yeah. He goes, man, I'll tell you what. I don't, Tony, he's a... He's a ugly, fat piece of shit, but I, I can't believe how he has such a hot wife. He must have a big dick. And I was just like, thanks. That's, that's fucked up, but all right. Like, and they said like he was like going hard. Like, what an ugly fucking guy. His wife is so hot. Like, I was like, God damn. There's man. been a couple times where I dated a couple girls. I remember this one girl. I'm going to give it to her, Steph. Stephanie. She was this Italian girl from South Philly. Now, yeah. at the time, I'm living outside of South Philly. We're living in... Uh, calling, I'm living on the same street as him, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm dating this girl, and she was—I mean, she was fucking good looking too. And uh, I remember my friend Ian going, "How? Like, dude, she is out of your league. Like, she's too good for you." And I'm like, 
what kind of friend are you? Yeah, that's what fucked up to say. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you're all oh, you're too fat for her. Like, this is the shit that he's saying to me. Mm-hmm. Ian, Ian will always gave me shit about. As a matter of fact, Ian Ian's from. Uh, so he lives in this town, Sharon Hill. He, when I moved up here, found out I found out that he was friends with uh, Jay Bird. Oh, okay, yeah. And uh, I was telling you this yep. in, the, in the car, and uh, like Meatball and all those guys from Cyanide Sunrise and. Um, yeah, he was friends with them. And I was like, how the fuck do you know these people? Yeah. Like, what are you doing in Pottsville, dude? Mm-hmm. Like, it was fucking weird. All right, let's tear this back on. Yeah, to so. get back into, like, how Murder Madu came about. Uh, that, that's what happens a lot in this podcast. We take yeah. side tags. When we, when, we, when we moved here, we moved here in 2012. And I, I had just stopped. I kind of, like, thrown in the towel on the writing. And did, we didn't really do anything like that for a while. And then... Jack started getting a lot closer with his buddy Nate, who is now doing a show on our Project Hitman Actually, I'm sorry. We're going to have to bring it back. That's not true. You were writing your book. Because 2011, I shot a... Uh, I shot yeah, 2011 I was when I was writing the books. 2012, I kind I, of... I shot a video, and that was the last time I, th- I threw in a towel for, for video. It was 2011. Um, because, yeah, he was writing his book, and he, we did like a kind of like a... A book trailer. Yeah. Like a book trailer. And um, yeah, that was the last thing I shot, and then then we moved up here because um, that was like August, September, September around that time yeah. that, that we filmed that, and then that January 2012 is when we moved because my my ex and I split like right around that time, and then and then we moved, yeah, and then yeah, we didn't really do a whole lot for a while. I was just kind of like this was the first time I was like really responsible for everything, so that was kind of like an overload for a while, like having my own house, things like that. Um, but then, yeah, him and Nate started doing podcasts with them, with, like, just those two. He, he, they started doing one called Smoke Wagon about, like, Western stuff, Two Past Midnight about horror, and then when those kind I started, of... I tried starting off the Macabre Club. The Macabre Club, and that was going to be, like, a scripted podcast. Um, but then we had an, an idea for another scripted podcast around this time last year. It was going to be called, like, Banana Detectives or Banana Dicks. It was going to be called Banana Dicks. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know how the hell we we were we were riffing one day and somehow banana dicks comes up, right? So you would think like a penis, like a banana dick, but but it was like I don't know how the fuck we. It was like going to be a scripted thing about these these guys who have a fake podcast and the fake podcast was called Murder My Dude, and their podcast is basically they're going to help people they either solve like crimes or come up with alternate theories, and for crimes and movies. And this one guy wants them to find somebody that had dated him and then just kind of disappeared, okay. ghosted him, essentially. So they're and, and they're like, dude, we sit here in our chairs and we solve TV show crimes. Like we'll watch an episode. Like this is what the, you know, this is what the show's about. We we watch like an episode of Monk and try to figure out who you know, whatever, or, yeah, or, yeah. or Psych and try to figure out who the who the killer is or whatever. And uh, yeah. This guy wants them to like do real stuff, and it, this is it's loosely based on on our characters. Yeah. So the one guy, there were uh, the characters were Rollins and Bosco, and so Rollins is you know based after me, and Bosco is based after him, and Bosco's like, nah, we don't want to do it, and Rollins is like, come on, dude, we're detectives, you know, or we can play detective, and he's like, yeah, you know, and then finally he uh, he's okay with it, and. They go on to, you know, to whatever, help help this guy. So this is the show. This is a, it was like an audio drama that we wanted to do. Like a fake, uh, like true crime. Yeah, like a serial like thing. Like, uh, it was like a Mind Town is one. Yeah, there's a bunch of them now. It's like a scripted fictional podcast. Mm-hmm. And, th- and we wrote it up and we never really did anything with it. And eventually we were like, 
why don't we just do Murder My Dude? Because mm-hmm. I'm really into true crime. I like watch Investigation Discovery and things like that, or uh, like read books about it. I read like uh, I'll Be Gone in the Dark and shit like that. And so we're like, yeah, let's just do Murder My Dude. And this is the one that stuck, like, by far. We're on 31 episodes now, so it's the one that we've done by far the longest. They said if you get through, um, I think the, the number's 10. If you could finish 10 episodes of something, you're more likely to keep it going. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I'm surprised we stuck around this. But I'm not, actually. I'm not. If you look at what we've done before, you could say, you know, I'm surprised that we stuck around this. But... I'm proud of of us for sticking around this long, you know. It's it's I'm kind of like eh, you know because knowing like we pretty much just not gave up on everything, but but gave up. Yeah. Now Brian, when it, with the book and stuff, he uh he did this this series, and I I thought it was awesome. I loved. It. I start doing the artwork for you know for the covers and stuff, which I still want to redo it. Um, what's the book about? It's a mystery. It's about a, a guy who kind of pretends to be his dad. His dad is a private investigator and he winds up falling for this girl like at first sight and be- pretends to be his dad and tries to help solve her case it's like it's a traditional like private eye book but more with a more comedic bent and we're gonna we're gonna i'm the dr philly why'd you give up on it um try took my shot and missed he didn't take a is shot. it is it finished yeah yeah it's totally finished. is it out there is it did you put it out there i did for a while it's not out there now he put it out there, but it's just just like our podcast. He expects it to overgrow overnight. Yeah, to, and and to kind of promote itself, and that's not how things work. Yeah, he and he admits that he's bad at promoting things. Yeah. He's awful at marketing. And the other thing that really got me with the book is editing. Yeah, because uh, it's hard to edit your own writing, and I don't have the money to hire an editor. So, but there are just going through the books and like seeing the errors. I'm could, like, couldn't you like? That Grammarly that everyone's going crazy for. You I've can tried buy, Grammarly. Grammarly. You, you could buy Grammarly, and there's a there's a premium edition that you could pay for for like a month, and it'll literally go. It'll proofread a whole thing for you. It, it's not foolproof. It's not foolproof, and there's uh, certain style. The, the thing things. is, the thing is about Brian is like you could look at other books that are worse th- than his, and people are like, you know, fuck it, I'm just going to keep going until I make some money to then get uh, a yeah. thing. Brian is not that. He is. He's like perfectionist. Oh, I'm, like, I'm awful. I'm the. I'm the drizzling shits. You know. Uh, I'm the worst. I'm the worst. If, yeah. I, if I'm not great, it's not. And I'm like, dude, no, you can't be that. And, way. and it, it's just so much time and effort and energy. And then, like, I, you would just see like something wrong and just be like, okay, all that energy and it's still is, it's still bad. Like you got to. It's, it's like it's like comedy. You know, it, like you got to keep going. He. This is why he could never be a stand up comedian. Like he could be because he could have the material. He could be funny enough, but. If people booed him, that would be the end of it. Yeah. You know, if somebody booed him, he would just walk off the stage and go, well, I'm awful because they booed. Yeah. You know, forgetting that every fucking huge comedian. And it's even worse with with the writing because, like, the reception of the book was good. Like, people liked it. The people who read it liked it. But I had problems with it. And and I'm the only one that gets a vote. So. And that's that's not not fair. Yeah. That's not a fair thing. You should try making an audiobook of it. We, we actually uh, talked we about, about that it because we were going to have Nate, <clears throat> our buddy who does um, the intro, like the Project Humanoid, like sounder or whatever in the like very put beginning. Put sound effects to it. And the who? Well, no, he he's, he's uh, no, he was going to he was going to read. He was going to. Yeah. But the thing is, is what I was kind of against, not against, but I was like, because it's his stuff, you know. I just give him my my yeah, input. Yeah. I was Nate has a very midwestern sound, and if we're talking about somebody that's like East Coast, it sounds. It sounds yeah. strange having a Midwest voice, you know, do, unless you're trying to put on like a New York or Philly type accent, mm-hmm. and it just sounds—it'll sound so fake and forced yeah. and weird. Um, 
But maybe, you know, who knows? Yeah. If I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't throw it away yet. I would have to talk him into it, though. Yeah, <laughs> I think, I think if you keep pl- talking about it on your podcast, like for me, like I, I, I feel like no, we've had this argument millions of times. Like I feel like, like I'm, I'm, I've become invested in you guys, and I, there, there's so many things that I've learned about you. Like then when we actually talk, and then you tell me about it. I'm like, yeah, I know that already. You're like, well, how? And I said, like we were driving in the right the car. I'm like, yeah. oh, I know about it. He goes, well, how the fuck do you know that? I'm like, dude, I know more about you than you think I do. If I listen <laughs> to every one of your episodes, like. Like I've become like vested, and like that's what I'm saying. Like I came to work the next day. I'm like, so what's up with this book? And you're like, oh god, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I th- I think like if people actually listen to any podcast, like if you put enough time into something, you're gonna become a fan of that person. You're gonna be invested in what they're talking about and what they're doing. And I just think I, I think I wouldn't count it out. I think if you keep growing the way you're growing, I think more people will dive into it. Um, so the murder, my dude. Like the biggest premise is, let's kind of break down the process of your show and what goes into it so it's it like i said or like he said it it started out it was going to be uh fiction a part of a it was going to be a show within a show it was going to be part of banana dicks which by the way we still want to do yeah at some point we still want to do like this we're we're come up with a different name the fake show within the within that thing the fake show instead of being murdered by dude is now going to be called banana dicks and the overall podcast. Will Why don't be like season else. three? You're banana. You're banana no, no, no. Dicks. This is going to be just a, a, a scripted. Like yeah. oh. it's going to be a scripted thing, um, and it'll, it'll have nothing to do with murder, my dude. Just we 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 stole the name from ourselves. Yeah. Uh, so we actually we, we forgot another podcast we wanted to do called Pedantic. Yeah. But spelled Poddantic, like for podcast. Yeah. Where we, we did like one or two episodes of that too. Um. We 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 tried so many different podcasts. You know. You're like, oh, like you just throw throw shit at the wall, see what sticks. Yeah. We were gonna do pedantic and that kind of became murder, my dude. Because it was I think pedantic was gonna end up morphing into more of like a true crime thing. But when we were like, Yeah, let's just do murder, my dude. It's a fucking we like the name, you know? Mm-hmm. And he was like done with everything. He's like, oh, I'm done, I don't wanna do anything. And I pitched murder my dude to him. I was like, dude, let's just do murder my dude. Mm-hmm. And then a week later, I let it just I didn't say anything. A week later he goes Man, I keep thinking about murder, my dude. The way to get me to do something is to make me think it's my idea. That, that's really what it is. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to grab something real quick. Hold on one second. Oh, good. Can I stand up? Because my fucking asshole hurts. Sure. I mean, we're still rolling. Oh, well, can we cut this part out? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. No, we don't do that here. We don't, do we don't, we don't edit video here? No, no. Oh. We keep it rolling here. <laughs> you got a chair shot yourself? <laughs> You have no idea what's behind that chair. <laughs> he just doesn't want people to see the Murder My Dude t-shirt. Yeah, he's not trying to advertise himself. <laughs> it's a wide angle lens. I still got you. I'm joking. <laughs> All right, so speaking of that, so like the biggest thing for my show here is I always say, man, I wish I had more feedback, like comments and let me know what's going on. Like everyone, yeah, we, we want that too, yeah. Everyone's like, always like, man, I like this. I like this. And I, I kind of want someone to say, here's what I don't like. And I, I, I don't like is where are the snacks. We'll get well when we take when we break here real quick because we're almost done this. We'll we'll break and we'll get into some snacks and stuff. Um, so I did the thing called the box and it was a couple of questions. I remember the box. It was yeah. like order videos. It was uh yeah. It was a different box. <laughs> yeah. So and I got rid of it because I felt like no one watched it. And then I was told you should just sneak it in the episodes because it was interesting. Mm-hmm. So I'll ask okay. you. I'll ask you a couple questions here. We'll finish this episode and then what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna we're gonna reset up because they want to do some things different things here with the mics, and we're gonna do a murder my dude episode here, and it's gonna be the first murder my dude that's gonna be filmed, and we're gonna sneak it on to the end of this episode 
and then the audio portion you could hear on Murder My Dude uh, streaming site. So this will be the end of our audio. So if you enjoyed this and you want to hear, you know, me on a Murder My Dude episode, go check them out on Murder My Dude, um, ProjectHumanoid.com. I think this is uh, what this is all about because Tony's our number one fan. Yes. And he just wanted to do a Murder My Dude episode. Yeah, and I want to cross-promote. Like, I think this is good for you guys. Like, if people like what I'm doing, I really want them to, like, definitely get into this. What I'm afraid is somebody's going to go... Does that guy talk that much on his own show? Yes. Yes. Yes, he does. Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah. This is what I do. Which is yeah. what, that, it's a, that's the thing that surprised me the most about Murder My Dude is how comfortable I got in like more of the hosting role. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely, I think, I see, I like, you do, you're kind of, you're both me in my shows. Like, I host, but then I also am the first one to take it on the side tangent as well. Well, Brian's always wanted to be, uh, to kind of, uh, not, for, to talk about Brian and not BP. Yeah. Um, Brian has always wanted to be a game show host. That was my first job that I wanted when I was a little kid was a game show host. He wanted to be a game show you host. You keep it on track. You're very good. We, we actually want to do, we, so Project Humanoid is our, is our like umbrella yeah. uh, company, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have a new show uh, coming on Project Humanoid called Stand Upish, where it's about our buddy Nate, who he's, go, it's like his foray into uh, the comedy world. He's starting out, he's going to start writing material and doing like open mics and stuff like that. He's coming up to New York City uh, the beginning of September to like visit comedy clubs and, you know, do things like that. So it's like him just talking about that, writing material, how he's like scared of shit and, you know, like scared to do it, you know. Yeah. And uh, but it's him talking about like watching comedians live and all this stuff because he's Brian's age. He's 36 years old. He doesn't really know much about comedy. He's new to, I mean, he's listened to some, but he's kind of new to comedy. Yeah. Like, And now he's be, trying to become a student of the game. He's you know? diving in feet first now. Yeah, so his show's called Stand Up-ish. It's, uh, it's going to be on ProjectHumanoid.com. He's like three episodes in. Um, he enjoys a beverage or two yeah. when he's drinking uh, or when he's doing a show. Um, he, <laughs> enjoy, he does a show when he's drinking. Uh, or does, uh, drinks when he does a show. Whatever comes first. And he drinks when he doesn't do the show. Uh, yeah. That's true. So... Oh, I'm sorry, God. Yeah, so yeah, uh, that's that's going to be on projecthumanoid.com, which yeah. is our... All the, all the okay. links will be below, and they actually are on, uh, if you listen to Not Cool in High School and Tornado Tag, I think Murder My Dude is in the, every description of those episodes as well. So, if you okay. you, you, you both can answer this. Okay. Yeah. If sure. you were a ghost, what or who would you haunt? Hmm. Oh, man, you're asking atheists ghost questions. <laughs> yeah, I don't... It, is, it, it does say if. If okay, so we're, we're in a world <laughs> where ghosts exist. Yeah, what would right. I haunt? The president. You'd haunt the, yeah. just whoever the president. No, no, is. the current president. You just Donald Trump. J. Trump. Only him. Only oh, that yeah. guy. Okay. Why you know his middle initial? Uh, wait, is it? We both have to answer, or just one of us? Answer? You both answer. Uh, probably. Uh, old teachers. An old teacher. An old teacher of mine, growing up. Yeah, like teachers. Fuck with them. Yeah, teachers that were uh, uh, physically. Oh, abusive. and Jerry Jones too. Jerry Jones. Teachers that were physically abusive to me. Physically? Physically abusive to me. Oh, wow. I was on the very, like, the tail end of uh, corporal punishment. Oh, okay. If you were a Power Ranger, what color would you be and why? Oh, fucking, this is easy. I would be green. Yeah, Green Ranger. Yeah, everybody would. I would pick the green or the white Ranger as well. Yeah, or white. You're right, Tommy. That's the... (laughs) If you had unlimited funds to build a house, what would you... um, or that you could live in for the rest of your life, what would the finished house be like? Oh, so, I'll let you handle this one. You're the architecture, design, yeah. visual person. Yeah, uh, 
Depends on my mood, really. See, I would be a recreation, brick for brick, of Wayne Manor. Which one? Oh, unlimited funds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you said unlimited I, I thought funds. you said limited for some no, reason. Unlimited funds. Mm. Uh, okay. wait, wait, which Wayne Manor, though? The comic book version with the, with the Batcave and the, and the open oh, book Oh, yeah, no, I mean, like, yeah. that's... That's but but if if we're if we're talking if we're talking unlimited but it but within reason yeah it would probably be like a Pacific Northwest style house with a with a porch like something I don't know how to describe I always wanted like a house in the woods on the lake yeah. or or just take like one out of fiction there's a show on Amazon Prime called Bosch I love his apartment it's like an A frame in the Hollywood Hills yeah overlooking like on a mountain overlooking the city it would be that yeah my mine's like Pacific mine would be Pacific Northwest mm-hmm. anywhere where I want to live in a single home, but in a residential neighborhood where there's a lot of trick-or-treating. Because I love Halloween. Me too. I'm a big Halloween fan. If the United States had a purge, yeah, what would you do or what crime would you pick? I can't say that. I uh, Robbery. Just get money. Because like, I don't want to kill anybody. Yeah. Uh, I, I, there's a line that Penn Jillette has said. Um, I have already raped and murdered everyone I want to, which is no one. Um, I, I, I would, but you can always have more money, so I, I would rob something. Fine, robbery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't tell. I can't tell people my inner... This listen, is why I go to Listen therapy. to Rona, my dude. You'll, you'll get yeah. a completely different... <laughs> oh, um, it's Jackson Wells? Yeah. Rape, bitch! No, I'm kidding. No. Uh, um, what has been the worst thing that you've ever been dared to do? Write a book. <laughs> um, I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I just wouldn't do it. I'd be like, fuck no. Yeah, I double dare. Fuck no. Fuck I, I, no. I don't. I don't know what anybody's dared me to. I don't think I've ever really been dared okay. to do anything crazy. Yeah, I know it's so and, late. And, and the last one we're gonna do here. Oh, that's it, really? Yep. What piece of advice would you give your past self if you could? Oh, this is this is easy. Yeah. This this is uh. Pay attention. Oh, wait, one more. One more. Oh, okay. Pay, pay attention to maybe, uh, maybe two. Pay attention to your weight. Yeah, put that fucking sandwich down. Would yeah. be my advice to pass <laughs> it's me. It's still not over. Like you can still. But but I have diabetes at this point, and I've had cancer. You know, like I'm I'm a cancer survivor. I, I'm going to tell you right now. Watch four videos on DDP yoga, and you'll be like, I you did know it what? for like two weeks. And you'll be like, you. they'll be like, this yeah. guy, a fucking paratrooper, who they were told he'll be on crutches his whole life. Like, no one has. So that's the first guy that we saw. Yeah, the the ponytail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was doing like the handstands yeah. against the wall and shit. Yeah. Like if that if that video doesn't say, you know what, I can figure this out. I'm not comfortable in these chairs. This hurt my leg, my asshole. <laughs> okay. I, was si- I was sitting on my balls for a minute. <laughs> fucking hurts. All right. This is. I'll do this one last because that's that's uh, that'll be good. What movie or video game universe would you most likely want to live in? Oh, Uncharted. <laughs> he loves Uncharted. <laughs> Uncharted. You like uh, do you just want to be like an adventurer? Indiana Jones. Yeah. And yeah, dude. If I could be, if I could be like an archaeologist adventurer, fucking type dude. Fuck yeah. What about you? Um, some kind of like future thing. I can't think of anything particularly, but like I, I'm more of a future person. He's more I'm of a past. past person. I'm a yeah. past. He's future. Like a very right. futuristic. Like maybe not Star Trek, but something like that. This is very fitting for your podcast. What is the one way you would hate to die the most? No. Uh, <laughs> talking about how I'm gonna die and then fucking just drop him right there. Yeah, I think it's that sudden like. <laughs> All right, I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 I made it. I, I fear that su- like I fear that sudden like the light because it's it happened to my dad. It happened to, like a lot of my uncles that he came in. He bought, went and bought pierogies and he came in and apparently just fucking dropped. Yeah, wow. like fell over the couch. I think what I would not want to do is just like I would hate to die at like 
in an uncomfortable place, like at work. Like you're just sitting at work one day, and then you just put your head down, die and shit yourself. You know, like, I get, <laughs> and it makes no sense because you're dead, but I just think that would be embarrassing. Like, yeah. I died at work? Uh, like, that's It's like shitting yourself at work. It's like, oh, no, I died. <laughs> yeah, I We're died. Gonna, those people are going to look at me weird now. <laughs> or like being a Redskins fan at work. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, I would say I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do, I'm going to pick this one and throw one more last plug to your show for people to go listen to it. Um, I think the worst way. So every episode, you, every episode, you guys end it with a game show called "Who Died the Worst," yeah. and Brian gets to live his dream of being a game show host. And um, we do a new game now on the uh, Patreon, the Florida Man game, where I make up a fake story, and there's two real stories. I know. And and he, I, he writes. He he got yeah. into writing again. I know. Yeah. And I I gotta get a. I got. I'm, I'm, you're you're gonna get me in that fucking Patreon because <laughs> I yeah. want to listen to it. Go to Patreon.com/slash/ProjectHumanoid. And you're or there. Go projecthumanoid.com. Well, there is a Florida Man game on. It's two dollars. Um, it's two dollars a month. Yeah. So you're basically getting, uh, you get a half hour extra. Uh, you get another case. You know, like we cover another story. We talk about twenty minutes to half hour. We went long. This yeah, last this pass was like forty five minutes. Forty five minutes, but you get, you get that plus you get another game, and it's you know right for the it's uh, it's only for the Patreon. Yeah. Two bucks a month. It's not a bad deal. Do it. Do it, people. It's a good show. You'll like it. But um, you guys, Murder, uh, who died the worst? I thought one of the worst. <laughs> There's two of them for me that I thought were pretty bad, but like funny, but not funny, obviously, because these these are really people died. Um, it, it reminds me a lot of that show that used to be on Spike. Like Oh, A Thousand One Ways to Die. Yeah, or something like um, that. yeah. But the one where the lady dropped her cell phone in Japan into the shit trough. That was the first episode too. And and, and she, it didn't win. And she she was like, "Honey, go get that." And he's like, "I'll be a good husband." And he crawls through the open spot in the bottom where all the shit is. The fumes overtake him. He mm-hmm. dies and drowns in shit and piss. He suffocated, and, I think. Yeah, suffocated. Then she's like, "I think my husband's dead." His like the next family member crawls in to save him. Mm-hmm. He dies. Then the next family member crawls in. Like, she mass murdered her whole family in a shit pit. By the way, th- this was on our show? Yes. This was on the very first episode. I don't remember shit. <laughs> I don't remember anything about our fucking and shows. Fun fact about murder. Uh, it uh, lost to the guy whose head got stuck in the movie theater chair. That's my number two. Oh, really? That's because that's one of the things that like, is so fucking embarrassing. What's our favorite? <laughs> no, we're going to save that because... Uh, Oh. I may have recycled some things for Who Died the Worst this oh. week. Oh, that's in there. Yeah, our our favorite, the all-time great Who Died the Worst, Hold on is going to be one Hold of the ones on. I want to mute the mics real quick. Hold on. Man, you're going to mute the mics. It's picking up on the camera. Oh. That's the, uh, that's that's the, the sound, sound effects. effects. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I, never mind. I won't mute it. Because I, I wanted to guess what they are. There's two ones I think that would be your favorite. They're, okay. All right. The first one would be the, the guy who died having sex on the piano. That's a good one. Okay. Or the guy who had one leg and the, or he had a, he he his his leg had to be amputated and he told the doctors to go fuck themselves because he just had to dance. I can neither confirm nor deny. But that that is the one that is our all top that is the king of the dancing the dude is the king. He is nobody's gonna beat that one. We talked about that yesterday. Yeah, he's like, he, had, what, like Mer- he had like he had like He he was a conductor and he had a big staff. And he and back then when you would conduct an orchestra, you would just bang the staff. Yep. And he brought it down and it had a pointed edge, and it went right through his foot. And the wound got infected, and they wanted to amputate, but he didn't want to give up dancing, so he refused to have his foot amputated and died of the infection. And yeah, 
So that's going to do it for our episode here. Uh, you learned a little bit about the guys from Murder My Dude here. Go check out all their, their podcasts and their webpage on the bot, the link below. Um, show some support. Like I said, they are a local podcast from the area. They're not locals, but they're, they are now. We're not um, from around here. And they're not from around these parts. And you can always see Jack at the uh, local press coffee. He's he like that's his second home. He lives there. Come up and say hi. Yeah, go say hi. Uh, uh no, seriously. Come up say, yeah. sit with me. Buy me a drink. Yeah. Why not? Hang out. What, what I would like to do too is I would I would love to start doing local like local people to have stories like oh my grandpa we we uh real quick we um <clears throat> met a local uh, how we met you at culture to culture is because the day that you were there you were seeing uh what was the that comedian's name the, the girl sarah sarah she sarah. comes here mm-hmm. so sarah we met her at press there was a music event and she was sitting at the table next to us and we're talking and she was like oh i'm a comedian and uh, we're like oh we have a, you know we have a podcast and she was asking what it's about we told her and she was like, oh, my like grandfather, you know, was one of the first people executed in Pennsylvania or something like that. Yeah. And we're like. So local murders you want to do. Anybody, really. Yeah. But local because it's easy to get to us. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Start, we could start so, there. And so go. the biggest thing I think, which, and, and I'll, I'll, people always ask me, like, how did you, how are you growing as fast as you're growing? And I think, I think I tribute a lot of it too is because I have local, I, 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 ha, I do the guest spot thing. Yeah. Because when you do the guest spot thing and I say, hey, I have Brian on. And I tag Brian on Facebook, and then Brian's friends see it and say, what the hell is Brian on a podcast? And they go and listen to it, and they subscribe, and then it just grows that way. Especially because I don't tell them that I'm on a podcast. Yeah. I think what happens, I think the problem with me is I start to alienate people because I'm like, ah, fuck skooks, you know, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, Because my family is originally from here. So I'm from Philly. Yeah. My family's from here. Mm-hmm. They're all they're, they're from New Philly, Pottsville, Hexlersville. I don't know mm-hmm. how to fucking say it. Yeah. They're all from here originally. Like a hundred years ago, they left down, to go down to Philly. Um, but it's different. It's a different vibe. It's a different culture. You know, yeah. people are. It's so different here. So uh, I, I, my politics are different than everybody is, and I think that that helps like shape us and stuff. And so when I say that, I just mean the people that are complete like racist douchebags. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. You know, I don't mean people that are good people like you. Yeah. You know, um, some of my best friends are Tony. Yeah. Some of them. Oh wait, is that one of them? Yeah. I don't know how that phrase goes, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, come up and say hi to me at press. I would love to do a live show. Don't say hi to me. Don't say hi. He's he's. I'm the extrovert. He's the introvert. Uh, we're <laughs> you yin, can say we're hi. We're yin and yang. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, I'll say hi back, but not much. Eventually, else. I when I get my the right equipment, I would love to do something at press as well one day too. Just like hey, who like a like a rotation thing? Like someone can sit down, tell me their story. The next person sits down, and we do like a couple episodes. Yeah, I would, I would love to be able to do that with yeah. uh, just interview people or ha- you know have a. Have an interview. Like, so that's how I met uh, Sarah. So we're talking, and she was like, I'll come out to see us at Culture to Culture. We go, we see, that's why we were there that night. Yep. And then uh, we ran into you, and here we are. So, yep. yeah. Awesome. So that'll do it for the episode. Like I said, check out everything in the links, links below. We're going to quick break down, do a thing. Um, if you want to hear the next part of this, you have to go to projecthumanoid.com to hear it, or you go over our YouTube page and you can watch the video of it. So it's going to be a little cross thing. But thank you guys for tuning in. That'll do it for Interviews with Everyday People. Uh, interviews. My dude. Nailed it.